miss your bed, you ask me how I'm keeping on in your bed, but knowing that I keep you warm. Looking back, I'll admit that I was wrong. I didn't know that losing you would feel this way. Maybe I should have stayed, only one made you feel no way. But I'm not the only one who wants you, and you're not the only one who wants me too. Poder ya sabes que lo tienes tú Si seguimos así te vuelvo con luz Esperando a que tu nombre surge ya Porque no me importa nada las demás Ya no quiero ver más lágrimas Es que nunca quiero lamentar jamás So we have a first time guest here And that is recording artist Danny Schiller What's going on bro? Nothing much, nothing much. <laughs> Just excited to be here. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So I got to ask you, like, what, um, like, tell the people a little bit about yourself and, like, just your music overall, what you plan on doing with it, everything like that. For sure. All right. Well, my name is Danny. Um, I'm 21 years old. Right now, I'm a student, but I'm about to graduate and pursue music full time because, you know, this balancing of uh, schoolwork and music is kind of crazy. But yeah. I'll, I'll get into the music um, where... Recently, I've been creating a lot of um, it's kind of like crossover English Spanish mixing. Okay. Um, but as you can tell, it's not really like mainstream Latin pop type music, mm-hmm. although it does have a bit of that flavor in it. Um, I, I was influenced by a lot of R&B and hip hop, obviously, growing up. So um, you'll be able to sense a little bit of that. I grew up just north of Chicago in a suburb called Glenview, okay. Illinois. Um, so I was influenced by a lot of Chicago artists um, growing up. Um but uh, my family, well, my mom's side is from Barcelona. So while I grew up in Chicago um, or just north of Chicago, mm-hmm. every summer and winter, I would fly back to Barcelona. Okay. And so that's how I'm able to speak Spanish and Catalan. Barcelona is in a region called Catalonia. So okay. um, vacated there summers and winters um, and able, was able to have that um, bilingual upbringing. Mm-hmm. And so I try to infl- implement that into the music where um i'm all about like duality and having mixing of different things so mixing of genres mixing of styles mixing of languages um i think that's the at least for me that's the most fun to create and Mm -hmm. i think for people to take in it's also the most um kind of like invigorating you know it's it's the most stimulating so i have a lot of fun doing that so what's your what's your normal recording process like so what does that look like for you usually for sure well i don't or as of late i haven't really been one to just like step in the booth and just come up with things on the spot mm-hmm. um a co- one guy i work with a lot his name's baird b-a-i-r-d um he's produced basically all of the songs that i've released um and i actually met him here a- in college but uh he's graduated and i'm about to graduate uh, so he was in mexico city and now he's in la okay but anyways um, the way we, we collaborate to create things is he might send me a loop, just a guitar loop. He's an incredible guitarist. So, mm-hmm. um, he'll send me like a, a bit of a guitar loop and then I'll just have that on loop for like hours <laughs> and just start humming melodies, singing melodies. So I, okay. I start, let's say with his guitar loop and then I'll add just my voice, just melodies. And then after that, I'll start to add words. Cause you know, like the melody itself has its own. It's evoking its own emotions. So then from that, I just have to sort of piece the words in kind of like a puzzle. Um, and then it tends to work like that. So that's that's the main way that I create. Um, but other than that, sometimes I'll just come up with words on, or come up with lyrics. Like I'll, I'll be journaling and I'll be like, oh, this is a nice little like poem, nice little vibe of uh, some lyrics. And then we'll add the music in or I'll maybe have like a hook idea. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, it, it varies a little bit, but I think the most reliable that I've had so far in creating the quality that I like is um, starting with the guitar loop 
letting that play for a minute, uh, then starting to implement the melody and then throw the lyrics in after. Okay. Okay. That's what's yeah. up. So when, when, when you were like, when you were developing your style, um, and recording and everything, um, what, what sound did you want to create? Like, is that what you kind of set out to do? Or is that kind of just what ended up happening? It kind of just ended up happening. I'd say the artists I try to emulate the most in terms of sound are, um, in terms of like tone and, and, and maybe melodic progressions and stuff. I think you can, you can sense a lot of like Daniel Caesar in it, um, in terms of that, that the R&B type influence. Um, he's one of my favorite artists to sing. But then also there's, um, another artist from spain named rosalia so she's more she's like flamenco pop okay but anyways she's i would say somehow my music is a mix of like rosalia and daniel caesar as crazy as okay. that sounds no no <laughs> that, that, take that, my word for it yeah yeah no that <laughs> makes sense I, I, yeah i don't really try to emulate them like purposefully while i'm writing or anything but that's what i would say just because of the influences that i grew up on it turns out sounding like that which i think is a pretty cool thing yeah for sure for sure what um what is like in this time like you you how many like sixty thousand streams right yeah Th- so, that's crazy oh, actually yeah so the the first song I ever released Lone Between mm-hmm. um got about fifty k and it wasn't put on any playlists or anything like, and anything like that like it was kind of just um word of mouth and then algorithms probably helped at some point people started sharing it with friends and it picked up on that and started spreading it mm-hmm. and then so I was really excited about that then I had two other releases. It also got a good amount of streams, but then I just released a song now called Verakai. Um, and that joint has like, it, it was, it was released last Friday. Um, and Spotify put it on a, a few of their, uh, editorial playlists that had like hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm. So we're not even a week in and it already has like 25,000 streams on Spotify alone. Mm. And so that has been crazy. crazy. So I think that's going to surpass low in between and have the most amount of views, which I'm really excited about. For sure. For sure. Like yeah. that's, that's crazy. And that's like the, <laughs> like releasing, releasing new stuff is always nervous. And that's why you want your sound and everything to be totally. great and it's good when you get a a reaction like that out of out of something you recorded definitely the affirmation yeah i was a nervous wreck all of last week you're gonna ask some friends that i was facetiming i was like what if no one likes it you know yeah. what i'm saying like but especially with very it was like they're usually really special to me so mm-hmm. i don't really care if anyone's listening but i mean it's an industry at the end of the day and absolutely and you know what i'm saying if you gotta eat you need people to be listening so yeah. all, all i all i can hope for i feel like that's what i'm lacking is the 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 distribution to get it to people's ears. I'm like, once y'all hear it, I hope that you're going to like yeah, it. I would, yeah. I would expect you to like it because I put a lot into it, yeah. but it's a matter of getting it out there and to, to have it be put out there and have maybe a little boost from like these, these playlists yeah. um, is, is totally, all. it was a big relief to be honest that night. But, um, but yeah, I'm su- so it's been super excited and the reactions on social media, people reaching yeah. out. It's been dope. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's always the good thing. Like when, like when I uh, have done an episode, even if I haven't like, felt the best about it and you get that reaction from this like wow wow totally yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so what when you you like changing like putting a a new young face on on latin music and like changing it like do you ever feel like that's too much pressure on you a little bit like what um i would say i i don't really think it's too much pressure yet Uh i'd say i'm still in the pretty early stages like there are some good streams and things like that um but i definitely think that the the potential like i'm looking to be way higher so right now it's just been a lot of support i haven't really been put in any positions where where i've been really scared but I, but I would imagine once, because a lot of the way this music stuff works is so many new things are happening yeah. at once that it's a matter of like processing it and trying to adapt to these new situations, which is an awesome experience. But it's also, I feel like as things start to grow more and more, 
Yeah. I'm going to be put in positions that are like totally new to me. And so then at that point, um, hopefully I don't get scared, but, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I, I think it'll just be a matter of uh, trying to, to get used to the situation. And I guess um, with what you were saying in like the pressure and all that, um, I, I really just having people reach out to me and tell tell me how much like the song means to them or any of the music means to them or they like it or they they had a nice time partying to it partying to it or it made them feel a certain way that made them like reflect and anything like that that's enough for me to be like okay what i'm doing is purposeful and i need to keep doing it so any any pressure or nerves that i feel is sort of canceled out by the by like the love and support absolutely absolutely what does is it like when you get that love and support is it is it does it ever like do you look for the critiques more than the than the love like because for me I, I sometimes i'd rather have the critiques so definitely no i i love hearing critiques from and i, I feel like whether you're a musician or not they're equally as important you yeah. know because a musician can talk to you and say you know this maybe this chord progression would have been better mm-hmm. like oh if you use this sort of inflection of your tone i think it would have like been more emotionally charged that's one thing but then also hearing someone say who doesn't know anything about music be like hey why'd you do this in the chorus instead of this well and it gives you sort of the perspective of somebody who's going to be listening to what you're producing which is honestly like you're not only creating things for other musicians to hear you're creating things for anybody to hear you know what i'm saying if you're putting it out there anybody's gonna be listening so you have to be taking all opinions into account so i i really do value um all critiques i feel like those are really important too for sure for sure and then you always got to kind of think like um that you may be someone's introduction into this world like somebody Uh like may hear you and then it'd be like okay now not only am i going to delve into their product and their music but i'm going to also check out other stuff in the genre which is crazy yeah Yeah, Yeah. that's facts i've had a lot of people tell me that especially with loma twin which is more of like uh it sounds i guess it's more latin poppy than than the one i just released Mm -hmm. um but it's still it's a a little bit deeper but people listen to me and then even though we're on very different levels right now they'll be like oh yeah and then uh i started looking more into the genre and then i listened to some bad bunny and that like that was fire you know what i'm saying it's like obviously very different levels right now but the introduction like you were saying like someone who maybe has never listened to music with any other language other than english absolutely it's like you're missing out on so much because the world is offering so much music and so much art that Mm -hmm. may be a little foreign to you but that doesn't like discredit it you know yeah and i and i'm not sure if you know or not like i grew up in europe so i grew up in italy and so yeah yeah in vicenza italy so um i'm very used to like like listening to music that maybe you don't know the words to but it's something about like because music brings us all together right so you're able mm-hmm. to hear the music and just sometimes enjoy it even if you don't uh listen uh speak the language so that that's powerful yeah, yeah. that's another thing too is like sometimes you can just be like emoting a, a kind of vibe don't, and uh, that vibe listen. is enough for someone to understand what you're saying without Absolutely. them actually understanding what you're saying which yeah. is dope <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's crazy um but yeah, so like what what's on the horizon for you? What's next? For sure. I, here's the plan. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically I just released Verikai okay. as, a, as a single um, last week. And the the response has been great. So we have this, the, off, the momentum off that release is going to lead into tomorrow when I'm releasing a video for Verikai um, okay. on YouTube at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Okay. So that's when I'm releasing, well, tomorrow, I guess, if this is... I don't know when the show's going to air, but I'll say it'll be the the third May first. May first is when okay. the video is going to be released. So whenever cool. this airs, it'll be uh, it'll be out by then. Okay. But yeah, so releasing a video for that, it's like a kind of music video, kind of lyric video, so you can see what I'm saying and have a nice little uh, video 
of me riding a bike in the background. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's <laughs> but, uh, what's it's, up. A, it's actually not as beautiful. The guy who recorded it, Sam Rochelle, um, he shot it and it turned out gorgeous. Uh, okay. It's way more than me just riding a bike, but I do ride a bike in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that's, like, that's like the powerful thing that, that people are doing with visuals now, right? Is that mm-hmm. it's not always like the traditional music video or the traditional nah. thing you sit in there reciting song. Like people are getting so creative in the sense of like, making it like be a cartoon or just like times of life. So that that's, that's dope that you're doing. It's like creating the environment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so videos releasing May 1st. Okay. Um, and then after that, um, I have in the vault right now, um, a bunch of songs, uh, probably six or seven mm. right now that are released ready, but I think I'm going to release them all as singles. Okay. Um, so back to back to back. Cause uh, you know, I'm still at a point where I, I feel like I need to build momentum and leverage in case any, um, like sort of conversations, come into into play because i feel like um the more sort of hype i can build for myself yeah. and more of a support base that i can create you know it's it's going to be better for my myself and yeah. whatever uh what cr- the career that i end up forging for myself and then also for the listeners too like yeah. you can be a part of the growth you know what i'm saying if you like the song and you share it with your friends then all of a sudden you see that people are liking it then it's sort of like we're all in this together you know like it takes the village type of vibe absolutely yeah yeah it does take a village and i think that's with any creative lane um mm-hmm. that it takes one what like how are you balancing everything you're going to college like you're, you're becoming <laughs> a, like a, a name in music like how when does it ever and like social media like to balance that as well like in just regular so life deep. like yeah, how definitely. how how stressful does it get at times for you yeah it definitely gets pretty stressful um and especially with something like uh music and art where the response or i guess sometimes the 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 commercial success mm. of the release itself is dependent on like people responding well to it that can get you can kind of get in your own head you know because i can think like if i'm releasing it i think it's a great song i think it's a great piece mm-hmm. of art like that's established but then like we were saying if it takes people to li- it, it it takes people to listen to the art for for it to be um you know part of i guess, I guess with any type of art as much about the consumer as it is about the creator Absolutely. um whoever's looking at the art listening yeah. to the art is just as important as the person who created it. Um, so I think that that part where I'm like, I could control my part. I have mm-hmm. no control over how you receive it. Yeah. That can get kind of stressful because I get into my own head. Okay. But not nah, like multitasking has been the name of the game for me for a long time. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I study here. Uh, I go to Brown. Well, I'm about to graduate from Brown. But I was also, uh, I was on the soccer team here. I was the team captain for mm-hmm. the we're D- Division One program. So I was balancing school with music with soccer. And now I'm about to graduate. So soccer's done. And I'm about, as I'm leaving school, my studies are going to be done too so I'm, I'm at a point where um you know and especially with corona everything else is on hold. <laughs> yeah uh, that's on, uh, true it's like completely yeah. halted too so yeah. now it's like i'm at a point where um I'm, I'm i'm being able to see a life where like i'm solely focusing on music and that's yeah. really cool i can i can devote all my time and effort to that and i can't wait for it and that's a special thing like be on the precipice of that the uh the time with like covid and corona going on have you have mm-hmm. you have you found yourself being more because like sometimes in creative spaces, I find like this has either been depressing for some creatives to where they can't yeah. create or some for because sure. because they are locked down to a sense that they are just creating at a higher rate and doing even more stuff. Mm-hmm. Which one has been uh, more true for you? I would say um, it's a mix. I think I think I've been more artistically productive mm-hmm. in two ways. First of all, as I had the release, like I was saying, I've been able to devote a lot of time to like this release in itself and like pushing it out to people, getting people um, 
like pushing it to different sort of communities, trying to get as many people to listen as I can. Mm-hmm. And then having like, you know, like literally taking the time to have conversations with people with people about like, oh, how'd you feel about the song? How did it make you feel? Is there anything that you think I could like improve on in this? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether it's just like listeners or also people in the industry. Because um, each each listener has their own take and their response can be useful to me in different yeah. ways. So I, I've been really taking a lot of time to hear people's reaction to the song because I feel like it's super important. So and, and since I've had the time to do that um, with fewer distractions in terms of like mm. life, work, things like that, um, I've been able to take enough time to do that. But in addition to like hearing people's responses and focusing on the promo for this song. Yeah. I've also just been creating a ton. Like I feel like I write the most when I'm feeling things most heavily, whether it's really happy or really sad and in quarantine, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. So I've just sort of try- been trying to uh, funnel those emotions into writing. Um, and that's kind of like my way of coping. So, you know, once we hit the, the scary hours, like past 11 p.m. to 4 p. 4 a.m. That's like that's prime writing time yeah. <laughs> when you're completely alone with your thoughts and your emotions. So, yeah. um, so I've definitely been writing, writing a lot, um, recording. Uh, I have my my trusty microphone right here. <laughs> so, been writing a lot, recording a lot, and uh, trying yeah. to push promo and hear people's responses as, as best as I can. That's what's up. That's what's up. What when when so for any first time people who are like hearing you from this or discovering you from this. What what can they expect from music from Danny? Like what what is the vibe that they can expect if they're gonna go check you out on Spotify after this? For sure. Well, I would say right now I only have four releases. Okay. So um, it's a lot packed into each release. I'd say the first few I've released is definitely gonna be music that you can bob your head to, you can drive to it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really uh, the more up tempo, upbeat ones mm-hmm. are are really good for you know driving, dancing, just hanging out around the house. Um, and then the more emotional ones mm-hmm. are ones that you can really get into your bag. But I would say in terms of just being like mainstream music, it's not really that it's yeah. like, it's music you can dance to or music you can, you can get into your feelings okay. uh, with, but not, but with a little more depth than anything you'd hear on the radio. So okay. I think that's something I take pride in. Um, and I think that's a testament to like my own work, but then also bear the guy I was telling you about who we produce, we produce the music together. Um, so that's been, I'd say it's, um, in your bag music. Okay. Exciting music and like stuff you can dance to, but with a little something extra that I can't really put my finger on. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> how, how much of it is like as a, as a writer and everything and, and making music, do you ever feel like I want to write a radio hit just to prove that I can do it? Do you ever get like that? Like, and then you're like, no, nah, cause that's not me. Like, do you, has that temptation ever been there? No, definitely. Uh, where I'm like, I'll hear some stuff on the radio or like I'll hear some really big artists. Uh-huh. And for some reason, there tends to be a lack of like complexity, you know, yeah. or a lack of like layers to it. Like, obviously, um, a lot of the biggest artists, they're there for a reason. Like they're they're great artists. They're great um, entertainers and everything. And there's that's comp- that's like the goal, you know. Yeah. Um, but there's also something to be said about music that like has a bit of that flair. That's like you could hear this on the radio. Yeah. But in addition to that, it, it's it's not sacrificing quality and like emotion just for like the commercialized aspect Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. So I think I feel like why can't it? if you have all this money, if you're assigned to a massive label and you have all this money going behind promo and all that, that should be an excuse for you to, to, to create more emotion and have more quality, you know, exactly. but sometimes yeah. you'll see people sacrificing that just to, to fit the mold. But, um, 
But I definitely think that mine is like commercial enough to be in those realms. But then also with that refreshing quality of like, damn, this is this is like real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this wasn't sure. just fabricated in a studio. Like this is some emotion. That's what's up. And then like what um artists like are some of your favorites right now? Like it doesn't even necessarily have to be in the same like genre as you or anything, but just favorite mm-hmm. artists that you when you're <laughs> chilling. You need to get in the zone you listen to. For sure. Um, well, like I was saying before, um, I think first I'll start with people who uh, I, I try to like emulate in some sort of way. And then I'll sort of go into just artists. I, I just really like in general. Uh, I definitely think Daniel Caesar in terms of vocal performance. Okay. Um, I love him a lot. Um, Rosalia, Osuna, um, and Jay Balvin. There are some people with like flows and um, some melodies. I'll try to emulate them too. There's some pretty big um, Rosalia Spanish, Osuna is Puerto Rican, and Jay Balvin's Colombian. So they're in that realm. Um, and I'll try to, I, I like their flows and some of their uh, melodies. Mm-hmm. And then artists that I just really like personally. Um, I'm a really big Smino fan. Um, like I said, I'm from the Midwest. He's from St. Louis, but he, he claims Chicago every once in a while. Like he's okay. always he's always with the people. So I love uh, Smino and Saba. And I, I, I like them as they're both independent artists. So I really respect their grind and how they like present themselves and how true to, how true they are to the art. Um, so I think that's really important, too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, I got I got nothing else, man. I, I want to appreciate you for your time, man. And um, like what if you want to like leave anything, if you have any parting words, anything on your mind, just go ahead. And this is your time to tell people if you want to tell them again when everything is releasing, because I know they're probably going to be looking for forward sure. to it now. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll start by telling people where they can reach me. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so on Spotify, it's Danny Schiller. D-A-N-N-Y-S-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Um, and then if you want to know more about, or if you want to see more of me um, <laughs> and what I'm posting and everything on Instagram, it's Danny Schilla. It's D-A-N-N-Y-S-C-H-I-L-L-A. Or you can just type Schiller too, and I'm pretty sure it'll pop up. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are places you can find me. Um, and then from there, there'll be a lot more information about releases and about, you know, my personal life. If you interested in me at all <laughs> absolutely <laughs> if that's the thing but yeah um and then like i was saying the re- the release of the Ver- verica is out now on all platforms the video is about to release um by the time this is airing it's probably already gonna be gonna, gonna be released okay um and then just stay tuned for a lot of singles to come you know we've been working a lot um and we have we have music ready for y'all and we can't i can't i cannot wait for people to hear <laughs> the things the that are about to come out yeah especially that's over the same. summer Ooh, that's yeah <laughs> All right, now, well, that's it. Y'all make sure y'all go and follow him, support him, all the good stuff. Uh, But that's it. This has been another episode. We're out. Peace. Peace. Thank you. We meet again this time as friends. I know it's just pretend, just pretend because I still feel the same. No, nothing's changed. If I could, you know I'd stay, but it only ends one way. Quisiera tenerte a mi lado y tenerte al pasado borrado. You know that I would. Swing and tenerte todo arreglado, pero somos incapaz de cambio. Y al
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.